0: Hello, Andy Warren here. Welcome to a Kings of Anglia, Ipswich Town interview special. Um, this week I've, I've been fortunate enough to chat to town defender Luke Wolfenden, who recently clocked up his 100th appearance for the club. I um, was able to talk to Luke about that, how he feels at kind of entering an exclusive club of academy centurions. Um, look at back at over those 100 games, some highs, lows, memories of his managers, teammates um and some of the other academy players who have reached that target as well before also talking about his resurgence under Kieran McKenna and just how close he was to maybe leaving the club um before uh, the change in manager which has, has got him playing so well um so uh hope you enjoy uh, over to me and Luke Wolfenden. okay here with Luke Wolfenden, who's the the latest Ipswich player to reach 100 appearances Luke um h- how does that make you feel you're one of the elder statesmen of the squad now i think it's only you and Caden Jackson that are they're over 100.
1: It's not that good, is it? Uh, yeah, it's something to be proud of. You know, it's my um, local club. So, obviously, to be fair, nowadays there's not many players that play 100 appearances for one single club, you know. There's a lot of chopping and changing, but it's something I can be proud of. Yeah, does stats and that kind of thing mean mean that much to you? To be fair, I didn't re- I didn't actually know I was that close, to fair, until probably about two weeks ago. Um, so it's just not really something I. To- I've ever really thought about. Really, I've just kind of just played game my games and taken my
0: second. Take yeah, we're obviously going all the way back to to August of 2017 for your debut. It's quite a, quite a long time ago, and it's um you had kind of a little run where you you had a few games here and there, but it's the last two or three years where you've really you've really racked up the the numbers, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think probably um, first season we were down in League One, and probably this season is the most I've played. Really, I think last season I had a few injuries. I was in and out, but yeah, like you said, last two to three years is where I've got the bulk of it. Obviously, made my debut a fair whack back now, but yeah, last last two three years where I've chalked up the numbers.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna flick up a little picture of you. That's that's your Ipswich Town debut away at away at Luton in the cup in 202017. Um, how does it make you feel
1: looking looking at that? Was a, I still remember the game, to be fair. I was on the bench. I think Webby Webby got injured, then he came off at half-time. Uh, yeah, and it went from there, really. Are you, you nervous? You don't strike me as the kind of kind of guy that would have been uh, nervous before that game at all? I don't really... To be fair, I wasn't expecting to play, you know. Um, obviously, the fender on the bench never really come on. and just doing the, I remember sitting on the bench halfway through the first half and Chayma kind of gave me a look as if to say, like, Webby's struggling here, you need to get ready. And then, like, throughout time. didn't really think... I thought Webber was going to carry on, you know, and about five minutes into the break of half time, a Lids told me just go down the tunnel and get, get changed up. So I didn't really have time to be nervous, to be fair. Yeah, that must have been a really big night for you, though, for any lad that's come
0: through the academy to make that debut. So many of people that you'd have known along the way wouldn't have made it, even as far as that one that one game, I guess, through, through the academy. Yeah, so that must yeah. have been huge.
1: Yeah, coming through the academy, it's always the kind of the, f- the main thing that you look for is the first one making your debut and then you know, so like you say, it's a stage that not many people get to. So to get there was was uh massive for me.
0: Yeah, they they definitely don't make it to a hundred very often. I tell yeah. you I tell I tell you that. So did did you ever dream that you'd you'd make a hundred Ipswich Town appearances once once you made that first
1: one? <sighs> it it's was... no, not really. You know, it's that <laughs> The way football goes now is, especially looking at players that had gone through before me, they'd either been sold on or not quite kicked on to cement a place in a team, you know. So, no, it wasn't really something that I thought, to be fair, whether it be, you know, not playing due to managers not picking you or whether I was, you know, close to leaving or not, it wasn't something that I ever thought I would see, to be fair. Yeah. Um, just
0: go back to your debut, one. Again, I think Tristan Nydam made his debut that night as well. Yeah. So a big night for both of you. That that must be really hard. Obviously, it's t- really tough for Tristan what we've learned in the last couple of weeks about about his career coming to an end. But for for you and and the likes of Flynn and Andre, who all came through together, that must be a, be really really difficult sort of to take for for a friend. Yeah, you
1: know when he um, it was kind of one of the things you know when he was he was speaking about speaking about it to us, you know, and you're kind of thinking, like, it gets you down a bit too fair. but then you see him and he's, he was kind of upbeat, you know, and he's always quite positive, you know, and to be fair, the players that, you know, there's a lot of new, new lads that came in the summer didn't actually realise how good he was until they actually sit down and ask, you know, like, he was playing champ under Mick, you know, he was starting mm. ahead of for and Flynn, you know, for a few, for like a lot of the games, you know, at a young age. So, to have your career taken away by an injury like that over enough nothing tackle in pre-season, you know, he's a better man than me for swallowing it because I'll be still raging, to be fair.
0: Yeah, he seems in a good good place with it. Um, How does this picture make you feel? I've shown I've, loads of people will be aware of this picture. It's a really nice one of, uh, if you're just listening on the audio, it's just Flynn, Luke, Andre Dezel and Tristan Neidon before the West Ham friendly in 2018, I think it was. Um, you all played so well that day. Um it it really felt like a special day, to, to, sort of watching
1: on that this young core was coming through. You're gonna get me emotional here now. <laughs> yeah, it it's... was a it was a it was a great great day. That to be fair, you know, it was literally said it a few times to be fair, Like that kind of when Hurst was here was kind of like what we thought was going to be our chance, and it it never really materialised. Like you know, Meiris went out on loan. had his injury problems, and Flynn was probably the only one that really played regularly. You know, so. Didn't really work out how we wanted it to, but that day was just a, a great day for us. You know, you yeah. were through, what, under-12s was when I joined. So, you know, to, to end up playing first team then with your friends, at least even just for one appearance, was just unbelievable. Yeah. Sadly, the four of you never played a single competitive game,
0: all of you, together, which seemed yeah. unthinkable that day because you, you, all four of you played so well.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, football... <laughs> Can never really predict what's going to happen, you know, I think even if you'd ask people in November if I'd have ever made 100 appearances the way it was going for me, you know, didn't really look likely, but things can change like that, just drop of a hat, but yeah. after that, I think we was all, you know, happy with the way that we played, it was against, you know, a good side, so to come after it and never play together again is also a bit disappointing, but like I said, it's the way football goes sometimes, isn't
0: it? Yeah, obviously that game doesn't doesn't count towards your 100 Ipswich games, but that sounds like it was a special moment. Are there any sort of others from the, the 100 that, that stand out to you um, as kind of really, really big games that you played in that time?
1: Uh, I think probably, obviously the Palace one in the cut was my first full start. And obviously that was just with basically, like I said again, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, again, that was just with the 23s mainly. You know, I think Selena and Danny Rowe played as well. So I think that was a big one just because, obviously, Premier League, opposition. And, you know, when you saw our team, you'd have probably thought we'd have got battered about four or five. But we actually gave a really good account of ourselves. And, you know, at the end, even the Palace fans were clapping us off. So that was a was still a memory that I've got now. Um, uh, obviously, Lincoln, when I scored my first goal. Yep. That was a good one. And then I think it might have been Acklington Stanley at home when that kind of like the overlapping centre-back kind of came about. Got an assist that day. So they're probably the main ones that stick out for me, don't they? Yeah. A few, a few more goals on the way, do you think? There's... Yeah, to be fair, Mark's always on to me. I, I've been getting my head on a few, but they're not going... Like, they're either getting blocked or they're just over. So it's, it seems like one's waiting around the corner. But to be fair, I think, you know, I think we had a chat before I scored my first goal against Lincoln. You remember, we done an interview. Yeah, yeah, I do. Said, um Oh, he must be due a goal, and then I scored one on the weekend. So hopefully that same thing comes this
0: weekend. Okay, so yeah, we're recording this before the game with Oxford. I, I think it, we might not publish it until after the game with Oxford. So if you're listening and Luke Wolfenden has scored, Plymouth, you you Plymouth, know, oh yeah, what am I <laughs> about? I meant to know what I'm. To- I I'm, I'm meant to know what I'm talking about with this. <laughs> Plymouth playing Plymouth. Yeah. They've already played Oxford. Um, yeah, if they, if you score if you score against Plymouth Luke, we know uh, we know yeah. what's going on. Um yeah. so I've had a little look through your through your time um and broken it down as to who you've played these games under. You've actually you've played under five permanent Ipswich managers, which is mad to think that yeah. you've someone so young has done that, plus plus a couple of caretakers as well. So that that's the breakdown there. Um two under Mick McCarthy, one under Paul Hurst. Um, 53 under Paul Lambert 24 with Paul Cook 16 with Kieran McKenna and then two each for caretakers John McGrill and, and Brian Klug so um, obviously Paul Lambert is the, the biggest number on that list um, but who out of those those seven men on there would you say has been the biggest influence in your career uh, so far
1: hmm. So, it's probably out of three at the minute I think I think probably now, the gaffer now is probably, you know, got my best football, playing my best football under him. But obviously, I've worked with Bri for a lot and he's through when I was younger and he always had always had that belief in me, you know, even even when I was younger and I wasn't actually, you know, like I was a first-year scorer and I wasn't actually playing that much, but he still always would speak to me, always had that belief in me and even just... Mick McCarthy, I only played two games under him, but I trained with him quite a lot. So he was kind of the first one that really, you know, even the men that he had in the team kind of taught me what you'd need to play for Ipswich Town and stick around, you know, because they had Chamber, Scusi, like a whole core of the team that had been there for a while. So I think it's probably probably the longest influence would be Bry, But then it's to a toss up between Mick and um the gaffanar as the yeah, we'll, biggest
0: influence. Yeah, we'll talk about, about Kieran McKenna a little bit later if if that's okay. I I didn't expect I'll be honest, I didn't expect you to say either Paul Cook or Paul Lambert. I I, I expected you to say Brian Klug of oh, you're, yeah. you're smiling. We won't go any further into it. Um <laughs> but I thought you would say Brian Klug which um which has always interested me because he's obviously been a big figure for for so many of you guys for so for so long? What is it about Brian that's that's kind of helped so many players along the way?
1: I think you've just got that respect for him, really. You don't, it's as if, you know, if he has a chat with you, you really take it on board and you don't want to let him down because you kind of see him as that respectful figure around him because he's not one that he can give you stern words. but when he does, you know, what you need to do. It's not as if he's just shouting for the sake of shouting. You know, he's quite considered with his approach, which I've always, always liked.
0: Yeah. Well, that's um, that's that's managers. What about what about teammates over that period? You'd have had, goodness knows how many teammates you'd have had over that time. A lot. But um, who who stands out to you as being the the sort of the big influences are on you over that time? I can guess a couple that you might say.
1: Yeah. Well, Chamber obviously. I mean playing alongside him. I used to clean his boots when I was 16 to 18. I cleaned his boots for two seasons. So, obviously, he's always helped me and to be fair, he still, he still texts me now. Um, Scusi was someone that I always just liked to watch just because he wasn't, he was kind of the polar opposite to Chamber. The chamber was, he would play well, but he'd always bark orders as well, as in like, you know he was a leader by the way that he speaks. Whereas when you watch Scusi, he's more, Kind of a bit more like me. He just plays about his game. Leads, by example, tries to do the right things on the pitch without getting worked up. You know, he's always got... So, them two obviously had a massive, massive um, influence on me personally. But to be fair, even now, um, Morsey is... I like, I like Morsey a lot. He's helped me out a lot, to be fair, this season. Yeah. Um, We'll talk about Sam in a minute, but what were you like as a
0: boot cleaner? Are you, was, were you good at that? Did you uh, did Chambo uh, tip you well? What, yeah he did
1: tip well to be fair, tip well, uh which is to be expected. Um <laughs> yeah, he's to be fair, I forgot I forgot a few times, but even then he was always sweet to me because he knew what I was like. I was a bit dopey back as a kid. You know, it was you know, when you're just sitting down and you get to hear someone shout your name, you're like, Oh no. Like, I knew what he was straight away. With. Like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay. But yeah, he was like, Really is top man. Yeah. Um,
0: how's he different to obviously that the captain now is, is Sam Morsey. They seem to me I've obviously know them very differently to you do on a much lesser level, but they seem very different in in terms of character. But yeah, but no, he, but he, equally strong as leaders. Yeah,
1: both great leaders. I think they are quite different as people. Um, Morsey's quite angry all the time, especially when we get on the uh, on the football pitch, even in training, you know. So he's he's kind of that lead by example, you know. He demands. 100% all the time. Whereas I think Chamber kind of knew both sides of it. He um, could put your arm around you and knew when you needed, you know, needed the pelters, knew when you needed, just a lot of calm words. So they are quite, both great leaders, but they are quite different, yeah. Yeah. Who's the best player that you've played with switch Switchtown in your 100 games?
0: Pure ability.
1: It's a big question, that. I think pure ability. I think Selena's got to be up there. Technique on the ball, defeat. Um, I think I played with Webby against Reading in a four. Yeah. And he's unbelievable, you know. Um, left foot, right foot, comfortable on the ball, dominant in the air. Yeah. So he's up there. But Waggy's up there as well. Yeah. Waggy had an unbelievable left foot. You know? Yeah. Little. Little things in training, like Dink the Keeper from like, the edge of the box or whip it Bins. So I think probably, yeah, Selena or Webby. I forgot my gold as well. Did
0: yeah, play? everyone. Ev- yeah. You, you must have done. You pro- probably in those couple of... I think yeah. you played in that game at Luton, actually, from memory. Yeah, yeah you probably played yeah. with him then. You definitely trained with him, so that'll do. That's good enough yeah. for me. Um, do you think anybody else that you've played with over the, those hundred games, would have even tried that goal that Selina scored against against Crew earlier in the season. That chip,
1: no, nah, that's why I think he's just it's like a law to himself, when he sees doesn't think about what the negative outcome will be because if it goes off, it's unbelievable. Yeah, what about
0: the most underrated that you've that you've played either either by sort of fans, anyone within the game, the media? Who's the most underrated player that you've played with?
1: Um, I think Doza's up there. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to put Flynn and go back to our last question and say Flynn's definitely the best I've played, actually. He is unbelievable. Um, but, yeah, I think Doza, um I don't really think he ever really got... He was quite underrated. He was always... Yeah, underrated. just um, because of the work, he does kind of goes unnoticed because he's a t- he tidies up and he keeps it simple. Didn't really score a lot of goals as a midfielder because, because of the work that he'd done for the rest of the team. Um, Jonas was quite yeah. underrated. Jonas, yeah. He played at a World Cup. You can't, yeah. you can't knock that, can you? Um, yeah, I think a lot of people thought he was just playing because of his throw-in, to be fair, so... He's definitely underrated. Um, mate, mate, his fl-
0: his ins were useless for Ipswich. When he played for when he played for Denmark, they were they were yeah. incredible. They never did anything for Ipswich. But yeah, he was underrated. Hmm. Yeah, I'd have to go one and three. Yeah, I think on Andre and Flynn would love this manager, wouldn't they? If they were playing under this manager now.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a shame that obviously they've gone on to higher leagues and. Flynn's probably looking like he's gonna go again um to another higher league. So obviously for them it's brilliant, but I think for us it would have been unbel- unbelievable them to hear mm. with uh with the now, especially the way we play, you know. Yeah.
0: What about uh the most bizarre teammate, the strangest character, the odd, the oddest guy? You must there must have been a few of them along
1: the way as well. Yeah, a few. Uh Nose, nose is a <laughs> nose is up there. Uh, he's just strange, strange either. I think nose is just nose is the standout one, you know. Uh, yeah, he came in. You know, he was he's bonkers. Um, yeah, nose is just the stand. The only one I can think of at the
0: minute is just nose. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, look, you you played a hundred games from from the academy. There are only ten of you that have that have managed that since the academy kind of properly opened as the academy in the, the late nineties. So 10, 10 homegrown players have made a hundred appearances. Do you reckon you can guess any of the other 10 on that list? Did Miles do it? Yep. Miles, he's one above you. <sighs> There's one more of your teammates on there. Are my teammates now? The left in the summer one of your long time teammates Flynn no 99 Flynn got to oh. he bailed out on 99 he didn't want to do this interview did he <laughs> no he did not he did not he's escaped
1: Um Tommy Smith must have
0: yeah he's top of the list yeah 200, yeah 200 I've got the full I'll put the list up in a minute but I want to see if you can guess a couple more Tommy someone that left in the summer yeah you played against him recently but well, didn't, he didn't get off the bench yeah, Teddy Bishop. Oh, yeah, yep.
1: I suppose he is. Um, how far back are we going? Uh, uh, back to
0: about the mid two thousands. Striker works in the media now. Played for Spurs and Villa. Oh, Darren Bent. Yep, yeah, Darren Bent's on there. I mean, did Luke Ham play? Yep, he's on there. Yeah. He's high up. Let me know when you give up. I want to see if you can get a couple more of these.
1: Conor Wickham when to play hundred, really? He left no, no seen... he didn't. No, can't think. Uh... Let's put the list
0: up. Here we go. So that oh, is I'm... it. That is the 10. So it's Tommy Smith, Owen Garvin, Matt Richards, Luke Hyme, Darren Bent, Danny Haynes, Ian Westlake, Teddy Bishop, Miles Kenlock just creeping in and now and now you, Luke Wolfenden. So there's only 10 of you. It's quite a big achievement. It's
1: 267.
0: Yeah. Wow. You got a way to go to catch him, yeah. but few more seasons. Yeah. But yeah, good company. Um so looking to the next to the next hundred hopefully um you're obviously doing that now under a manager Kieran McKenna who's um who's playing you every week first and foremost which is which is the first the first goal and um is it is it fair to say that you might might not be here now if if Kieran McKenna wasn't here do you think that's do you think yeah. that would have been
1: possible I think it would have probably been certain to be fair um yeah it was either yeah it was. Yeah, nailed on, to be fair. You know, I wasn't playing. I wasn't making squads, training with the 23s most of the time. So, I was, yeah, nailed on to go.
0: Yeah, how how would that, have, That were you kind of beginning to kind of face up to that, beginning to think
1: about what might be next? Yeah, to be honest, I was looking forward to it and the way it was going. I was, you know, I was waking up most mornings just not wanting to be anywhere else apart from Ipswich, you know. Um, I was coming in just in a bad mood and I'm never in a bad mood. You know, I was like, to be fair, if it wasn't for my girlfriend telling me to go, I probably wouldn't have gone. You know, I'd have just... But just stayed in bed. Yeah, it got to the point where I was hating coming to football because it seemed like no matter what was going on, what I was doing, it just didn't affect anything. So you get to a kind of a stage where you're thinking, I need to go here because... Me heads in a bin like whatever happens, nothing's going to change. But thankfully, it did. So, yeah, I'm glad
0: that I carried on coming in. Yeah. How quickly did it change? Obviously, Paul, Paul Cook left. John McRae took over as caretaker. How quickly, even then, before before Kieran McKenna came in, how how quickly did you begin to feel like actually, actually, I've I've got a future here now. How quickly did you oh, realise that?
1: john's first day really um instantly straight away um he was walking over the train and he just kind of put his arm around me and said what's going on that like, you should at the very least be here you should be playing higher than this league um like, what's going on he was you know he, he was brilliant with me he still is now you know he still talks to me now still helps me out with things in my game you know he's been unbelievable so yeah pretty much straight away that first session you know he was brilliant with me yeah, and what
0: what about the new the new manager? Was it the same there? Just just hit the ground running with him.
1: Yeah, pretty much. You know, um, obviously I played in John's last game against Sunderland, played pretty well. Probably unlucky not to win that one. And then straight after, when Kieran came in, just straight straight away the same. Just yeah, he told me, called me into his office and said, "Look, right, whatever's happened is done. New manager now, clean state. and let's work together." Really. Yeah, it's working
0: pretty well, isn't it? Yeah, uh, this is this is without. I, I'm sure you would agree. This is this is your best, the best you've played for Ipswich Town, isn't it? The last few months.
1: Yeah, hundred um, percent. I think probably when I first broke in, and now is probably the two best patches of form that I've had through Switch and uh, it's no coincidence that it was probably the best. I was enjoying my football. You know, it comes kind of comes hand in hand together yeah what's the what's the manager done to kind of get you to that point is it is it coaching is it
0: just showing you a bit of bit of love and respect on a daily basis or
1: how how has it got to this point yeah i think it is just that I think everyone needs a bit of love sometimes and then you know even the sessions now i think even if you ask the players that aren't you know nailed on starting week in week out what the sessions are like in training they'd still turn around and say it's good which probably wasn't the case you know under previous managers yeah. Um is the vibe around
0: the training ground as good as it seems kind of from the outside? every yeah, time we speak to yeah, any of you. Yeah.
1: yeah. it really is. Flying at minute, everyone's everyone's like full of confidence, you know. You can see even in training, like the, the passages that play that break out occasionally is just it really is top level, you know. So even the the mood around around the training ground with everyone is really high at it. minute. Mean. Yeah, and uh,
0: obviously we're, we're talking before, definitely Plymouth you're playing tomorrow not Oxford, just to be clear, you're playing Plymouth um, we're talking before that game you'll probably you'll be listening to this afterwards, hopefully we're talking about three more points on, on the board there, really tough ask to do it this season but there's every reason to go into the summer feeling so confident about how, how life is at Ipswich now, isn't there? Yeah, I
1: think even off the pitch, you know, the improvements they're doing down on the ground with, uh, with the dugouts and whatnot, so I think on the pitch, off the pitch is probably a great time to be an Ipswich fan, which after the years that they've had, to be fair, it's, it's overdue. So, yeah. even if, you know, worst case scenario, we don't make the playoffs this season, in the summer it's going to be a massive. You know, the atmosphere is going to be buzzing because everyone's going to be excited because they know what we've done, you know, since the gaffer's come in. Yeah, and, and for you, it's kind of...
0: I guess the first goal on the road to 200 appearances is to make sure the next 50 or so of them are part of um, a promotion-winning team. That's that's what you've always wanted to do as an Ipswich player, isn't it? Get them back to the championship.
1: Yeah, I think it's, you know that's why I signed a new deal. Um, I've always wanted to get promoted with Ipswich, and you know, getting them back to the championship is a level that a club this big deserves to be at. But you know, as players on the pitch, we've got to make it happen.
0: Yeah. Just before we, we wrap up, I'm gonna ask you um one one more question, given that um we're recording before the Plymouth game, we'll publish it afterwards. So do you wanna give me a prediction for the, the Plymouth game? What's uh what's the score gonna to be tomorrow and who's gonna be the first goal scorer? Let's see how, how, how good you are with the crystal ball. I'm
1: gonna go one nil and I'm gonna score. Bang. Now if that comes off, that's incredible. I was linking that, wasn't it? One nil and then I scored. We went did we go top of the league after that? We did, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. 1 0. No. I'm scoring. Right, let's
0: leave it at that. Thank you very much, Luke. And um, congratulations on 100 Ipswich Town appearances. And let's, should we do another one of these at 200? Yeah, why not? Sounds, not good. Cool. Sounds good. Thank you, Luke. Oh. Cheers, From true crime to football, Brexit to Popeville. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash archon.